New, 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 new. Okay, never listen. Um, what? Never a lesson. You never, you never took singing lessons. No. Not, a lot of people assume you did. La. Okay. New. <laughs> uh, okay. What's this? Can I, can I see with these? Where are yeah, they? these are these fun glasses. Um, we're doing so many projects with NeoPixel LEDs. I thought we'd get these fun glasses that I always think are a great way to make your LED project better. So like LED project, okay, ooh, okay, kind of fun, kind of cool. But like, look at how much better it is when you've got these glasses. Life looks better with these, Everything generally speaking. Everything looks cooler and better. So you can actually also use these for like, um, there's various physics projects you can do with these glasses as well, because they can be, they have like a diffraction grading. Um, but what I think they're neat for is if you have, uh, especially point sources like LEDs or NeoPixels, not good for uh, like EL wire um, or like diffused silicone covered LEDs. But, um, you know, these are like a buck and they just make your project shine a little brighter. Okay. Next up, give the gift that keeps on grounding. That's right. This is an anti-stamp mat. We had people, a couple people asking why we didn't have as much ESD stuff. We have like, you know, ESD, uh, you know, pliers and tweezers and whatnot. But um, this is an ESD mat and we even test it with our power supply. This is the mat that you're using it on. I know. It's just, it's, what is this? It's a mat. Yeah. So it's uh, A4 size. So I don't know, it's like about, like a bit bigger than a piece of paper. So it's like about 15 um, by nine inches or so. Nice and green. Uh, it's a green, so you can tell that's the standard color of ESD. Um, it's got the kind of an anti-slip bottom and then this um, kind of soft silicone-y anti-stat mat top. Um, it's got a grounding connector here with a clip that's also a uh, banana. So you would connect this to the earth ground of your, if you have like a power supply or a multimeter or you know your wall adapter, whatever, this is how you would ground it. It's not naturally grounded. I mean, it's anti-static, but you wanna connect it to an earth ground. So you could clip it to a chassis or something, check around your workbench. Uh, it's got like a nice long uh, springy connector. And then, um, yeah, it's about, uh, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like 10, Maybe it's like 10 mega ohms from, from here to the other corner. So it's a little conductive enough to dissipate static, but not conductive enough to, um, you know, if you have something that's functioning, it's not going to affect it. Although if you have something that's capacitive touch, um, capacitive touch can sometimes be uh, sensitive to even high resistances like a couple mega ohms. Um, you can't measure the resistance with a multimeter. Um, I tried it first, you actually have to so be people who get this, if you're like, hey, how come it's, you know, I checked with a multimeter and I couldn't read anything. Your multimeter is not sensitive enough. Instead, what you do is you um, measure by putting your multimeter into microampere mode and then uh, putting a voltage across this and then measuring the current draw. And that's how I kind of calculated it was a couple tens of mega ohms. But handy, not too big. You can fold it up, put it away, bring it out when you need an anti-stat surface. Okay. Uh, next up, really excited about this. I used to work with Sony a million years ago, and to see their hardware in our Adafruit store is a dream come true. Yay. More so because it now runs CircuitPython. We wanted to wait until we got CircuitPython uh, running. It's still, you know, um, in, in beta for that. Um, but we have all the Sony boards. Yep. So this is the Sony's presence. There's a main board. There's an extension board that kind of gives it that Arduino Uno-esque layout and a camera board and yeah it has arduino support um you can also use an rtos although i don't remember which one that they has gives you the most power and we also have circuit python support circuit python doesn't have like camera support yet but it does have you know basic functionality it's a very powerful processor 
Um, they're really beautiful and they're very interesting. It's a dual core. Yeah. Uh, I think there's like a GPS module. They're powerful. That's the antenna and a couple other things. I mean, of course, there's a camera, yeah. there's sensors. Um, but it's really interesting. It's a very powerful chip and, you know, it's, it's very Sony-esque, right? I mean, obviously, it's, it's beautiful it like and well-designed. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the cool thing is you can just get the, the different ones, the, the pieces, or you can Voltron it up and just get uh, the pack that we have. Yeah, you only, the, only the, the center kind of feather-looking thing, it's not feather, but it looks a little bit like the feather size, that's the main driver. And then the extension board and the camera are optional. Yeah, but. so this is what you only need. But if you wanted to get this so it could have shields and, you know, other things with it, like SD card, get that. And then, you know, there's a camera. Yeah. But if you're looking, just get all in one. We have that. And we have a pack. Okay. Yep. That's Thanks the presents. Uh, by request, uh, we had somebody who wanted uh, to pick up a bunch of these Feather M0 Wi-Fi uh, feathers, but with the headers attached, we now have that. Um, this is one of our older feathers, but we did have a couple left over uh, from our project, so we put them in stock. Um, basically, no soldering is required. You just plug it in and you're feathering away. Okay, and we are now out of beta for Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. Yeah, in fact, this shows the, the previous one. I'll show the, um, the new one. I'll show the differences. So we're out of alpha, so we did a slight redesign yeah. that you can see here. Um, here's what changed. Um, with the design. So uh, if you look on the overhead, I'll point out things. So you can't really tell the difference because all code will work the same, but I did change the LEDs from uh, 0805 to 0603 and um, the resistors that are connected to them are also much larger, they're 10K resistors. So even though these LEDs are, are fairly bright, they use a ton less power because they're very high brightness LEDs and they're physically smaller. We also added a transistor switch. Um, this uh, PFET switch is connected to the NeoPixel and sensor power. So you can turn off the power to the light sensor, the temperature sensor, the 10 NeoPixels. Um, you can always turn off the speaker because it's always had a speaker enable. Uh, and you can turn off the microphone power as well. Um, and by doing that, you can bring the quiescent power, like the power of the Circuit Playground Bluefruit down to a couple, like maybe a hundred microamperes, um, and that's including the on LED. So you can really drastically reduce um, the current usage for low power design, but you'll still have the accelerometer on, so you can like shake to have it activate or something. And then when you want to turn on the LEDs, you know you turn it on and the LEDs activate. So definitely save a lot of power. It's for low power usage. Again, by default, the uh, FET is activated, so. All existing code will work, but if you want to be doing low power projects, um, get the new version that has the transistor here um, and the smaller LEDs, uh, and you'll be able to put into low power mode. We also made a couple adjustments here to the antenna. Uh, Nordic gave us some suggestions on how to um, have a better antenna filter. Uh, so you'll just see a couple more components here. Again, it doesn't affect in a couple parts, you know, moved here and there. We made these larger, we made this crystal smaller, you know, nothing, um, again, nothing that will affect you that you can even notice unless you're looking for it. But um, I'm glad we did the first revision so people got yeah. a chance to look at it. And now we have a more final version that I think will make a lot of people happy and do more. And uh, Dave wrote, uh, Dave Stelso does great form support and he's done great guides with us. Uh, shake and wake. That's right. You can, <laughs> you can shake, and wake. shake it and wake right. it. And it uh, still looks great. Yep. 
and it still fits in the case, and still, again, circuit Python works the same, Arduino works the same. Yep. Mostly just physical changes. Okay. Story show besides the community and you, Lady Ada, is? The LPS 33 pressure sensor, uh, now with uh, STEMA QT connectors. So it's a great match. This is an uh, ST uh, pressure sensor. And what's really neat about this is um, it's ported, so it's got like this little port you can see here. Yeah. So you can connect an O-ring and you can connect like a, um, a, a gasket and then um, a, a tube to it. Um, and the sensor is protected inside. It's got a gel coating. So it's protected against like, you know, caustic and, and wet materials. So we're going to actually try making a sip and puff sensor out of this because it's, it's a good quality sensor. It does, you know, pressure. You can see here as I put my finger over it, it uh, changes the, the pressure it detects because, you know, I'm, I'm covering and pressing down a little bit uh, to press the air in. There you go. And uh, of course, you can do, you know, negative pressure. And you can do I squared C or SPI. And because it can do I squared C, we have it uh, connected here, you see, with a cable. So it just plugs right into the STM32 FO4 feather. Um, and then you can daisy chain an OLED display. Um, in this case, it's, it's handy. Yeah, it's just you know every quarter of a second it prints out the pressure and temperature. Yeah. We have the LPS 35 in the store already, but this one is the ported version. So if you're wondering what's the difference, this one has a, a port. Otherwise, the code is the same. So you're actually going to use the same library. Um, and of course, it has these very handy plug-and-play connectors. So it's going to be very handy for people who want a ported pressure sensor. Um, from ST, really high quality sensor with uh, protection on the sensing element so you can use it in a lot of different environments. Okay, it uses Stemma, which is compatible with Quick and Gravity and Grove and yep. a bunch of others. And you know, the STM32, it's plug and play, no soldering in this project at all, That's and cool. I'm instantly getting data out. Okay. Cool.